Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your host of the show. Uh, my name is Dream XIV, aka J, and I'm with Avo, Lan Avo, Andretti underscore underscore. God knows how many underscores I have on my on my handle. <laughs> Dream XIV, or if you want to follow my business, uh, Wolf Solo Media, um, it is at Wolf Solo Media, at Wolf Solo dot Media. Damn, I'd be messing up, <laughs> making bare errors. Um, but yeah, a little bit about us. Uh, this is going to be an automotive based channel and, uh, myself, I'll start with myself. Um, I currently work at a JDM importer, so I drive pretty much all the heavy hitter, um, nineties JDM cars. And, uh, I've always really had an automotive background, so I want to say I know quite a bit. Um, and then besides that, I run a media business that I am a sole proprietor of. And yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. What about you, Avo? Uh, let's see. What to know about me? Um, my name is Avo. Uh, sorry, Avery. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm currently in, uh, a college student, architectural technologist student. I'm sick. Um, struggling, but whatever. Like Everyone goes through their... their Fair sure struggles. Life is an everyday struggle. Right, you know, as long as you know, get it done, everything. Uh, I do have a um, automotive background. Um, went to Centennial College for 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 a, for a course. Did that, enjoyed it, and, and then move on to something much more greater. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, That's yeah. cool. That's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah, I got. I actually got to experience to drive. You know, the, like the JDM heavy hitters. Um, I enjoyed it for a short time but but um yeah i mean if i ever get into like a nice skyline or something i mainly bring it by if he's around and then say yo let's go for a drive or get behind the wheel so i mean yeah we we pretty much been in in the scene for a minute we go to the meets together we go to yeah we go to uh driven all that kind of stuff um driven is a show that happens in uh all across Canada, so it's one of our favorite shows. So shout out to the Driven guys. Um, but yeah, let's get into this uh, into this episode, and this one is going to be ninety sports cars in twenty twenty one. So um, let's start it off. Uh, you want to start off on a main topic, or um, should we just just kick into what nineties cars are in general? I guess we can just say what nineties cars are in general, like know what it is like why we love them so much why they're still like people go after them mm-hmm. um but yeah like here i'll start it off yeah yeah i don't know for me my opinion my opinion and what other people say that are, are into this car culture that like 90s 90s cars just give off like a different aura like it's just a different feel to it and, like you know instead of like what we drive, what what we drive today, like today's cars, is mm-hmm. not it's not the same as what you get from a '90s JDM or not or any like '90s sports cars really. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, realistically saying, like if I was if if they weren't so so pricey, you know, like obviously like my like the car that I want to go for is a '90s sports car, and everybody knows everyone that knows me that I want a Supra, Mark IV, definitely. Ever since I've known him, he's definitely want, wanted the Supra, and I've known him for a while, so I can definitely say that's accurate information for sure. But 
recently looking at the prices of the Supras, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. It's basically the same price as going to get a brand new Supra, which you probably would want to get just because it is newer and it's just more modern, right? But for someone that you know is a '90s baby and growing up in a in a time when like things weren't as techno uh, like technology wasn't as advanced and stuff like that, yeah. Um, you know, you, you can settle for things that are simple. And the Supra definitely is simple in its own way. But for its time, man, that car was yeah, phenomenal. phenomenal. And not not even just the Supra. Like, any of, like shout out to all, like, those JDM legends. But, like, mm-hmm. not just JDM, but, like, other cars, like, you know, like the Fords um, and, like, the BMWs and stuff. Like, like I don't know. There's something, something about the 90s. Like, like <laughs> it's just so like legendary yeah absolutely especially us like you know we were born in the 90s yeah so yeah i I always grew up uh playing with my my little hot wheels toys and stuff i couldn't tell you what the name of them were and stuff until i literally uh hit high school but um yeah i you wouldn't catch me as a kid walking without a, a hot wheels in my hand right fox yeah so um since i've been at uh the importer that I work at, um, I'm pretty familiar with the price and insurance of these things, and just like the wait time to get these vehicles, like it's 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 a long time, yeah. and uh, it's uh, I can see why some people get steered away from it. They don't want to wait so long, and they're not as patient to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, waiting half a year to a year to be getting these vehicles. So right. it's tough, man, but. My personal favorite car from the 90s uh, is, well, one of them. I'm going to say at the top of the list is the Mazda RX-7. Yep. Um, I'm 6'1 or something like that. I, I don't remember what my height is. I just know I'm over 6 foot. And um, that's a really hard car to for a 6 foot person to be comfortable in. But since I'm a slim guy, I guess like I fit in it just right. And... It's such a balanced car, man. It's I'm, such a balanced I'm car. I'm fat. I'm fat, so I can't fit into it. I'm, I'm, this guy calls all fat, bro. <laughs> I'm fat. Like I'm, I'm more on the bigger side, so <laughs> not not big. Not, like, like, I just want people to know, like I'm I'm more built, like yeah, a little bit chubby, teddy bear almost, whatever you want to call me. Um, me, <laughs> me, like, me, like, like, I would personally, like, I love the RX-7, yeah. and I remember growing up, like, like seeing, this, seeing this car around, mm. just as much as I saw the Supra when I was at a young age, I'm like, man, I really want this car, it sounds nice, and whatnot, and then as I got older, I hear about, like, it's a different engine than other cars, like, it has a rotary motor in it, mm-hmm. the, like, you know, but obviously, over time, you hear about, like, the rotary not really being as reliable, but yeah that's a that's a yeah. topic too that i would yeah. like to pinpoint on especially it's like but it sounds nice like it, it, it's such a light motor to, to you know yeah it, that definitely because that motor is so light and everything is it adds to why it's so balanced mm. i think it almost has like a 50 50 uh power weight distribution i believe it is yeah um but i just remember the first time i went in one it was a spirit r and uh just hitting a corner in it i didn't mean to hit it so aggressively but it literally drifted the corner and it was such a controllable drift than any car I've ever been in. I was like, this is, this is why this car is so good. Um, 
but like it's priced well it's not too high like it's definitely cheaper than a Supra and let's say R34 Skyline. Oh, yeah, I believe everything is cheaper than R34 Skyline oh, at the moment. Whoa. Yeah, definitely. But um, I mean, FD is just so balanced and uh, touching base on what you just said about the reliability behind it. It, it, it's true that it requires more attention than other cars. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't treat it the way that it, it wants to be treated, uh, it will definitely turn on you. It's one of those cars for sure. Right. Um, but, uh, I mean, Gears and Gasoline, if you know uh, the bend, the, both bends have it. But mm-hmm. um, one of the bends that was recently diagnosed with the, the Delta variant COVID virus uh, strain, um, he's doing well. I recently seen a post. He's doing good. So shout out to Ben. Uh, for pulling through um, but he has a K-swap to one Honda Motor um, but the other Ben that with the red one I believe it is he no the yellow one yellow yellow yeah yellow. he uh, he kept the rotary in there and he did a trip across multiple states yeah yes which was a really fantastic video I hope you guys go on YouTube and see it it's a really it's really a good, good series like it's multiple parts not just one video so like mm-hmm. it's like it keeps it keeps like the, the viewers very intrigued and yeah entertained I was just surprised that a rotary was able to make it through that but you see how much um, he was doing everything that requires uh, a long life for the for the uh, FD3S, so I mean, if you take care of it, it will definitely do you well. But uh, I do agree with people to a certain extent that it's an unreliable car and it's crappy and stuff. Nah, you just need to work harder. That's all. Yeah, it that's is. all. That's all it is. Like, hey, like if you have something, you enjoy it, you love it, just work on it, you know, and just just love it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Really, like you know, most people that I know with RX sevens, they. Like it's like it's like with, like what the other Ben does like mm-hmm. end up changing the motor, mm-hmm. but not to a K series. That's the first K series swap I ever seen into a RX seven. Yeah, me too. Most most guys I know either I seen a two J one before. I, I've heard about it. I've seen two Js. I've seen LS. LS. Like I've I've seen it. I've seen so much because like, I guess like the guys like they, just, they they don't want that. They don't have that problem with the rotary because yeah, like again the rotary overheats whatever. But at the end of the day like. It's just a very complex yeah. design. It what makes it what makes Mazda that what makes the FD so special. Exactly, right? they so. decided to go a different route and be different from the body shape to the motor to just just everything behind it. So that's why I really appreciate it. Will I buy one? Uh, I need to get my box up first. I so why not? Um, though? Like it's like it, like. Like I said, like if it makes you happy and you enjoy it, it puts a smile on your face. Absolutely. Then you go for it hundred percent. Absolutely. If I uh, definitely get fortunate from uh, business and that kind of stuff, I will definitely hold myself to it to get an FD three S. But I definitely have a lot more other cars that I want to have in my arsenal. But uh, I don't know if the Arc Seven will be first. But uh, my Super will. <laughs> it's there. I'm not gonna disagree. The Supra two JZ, bro. Those things are reliable as hell. Oh, that's a different for, uh, level of reliability in that car. 2J, Getrick transmission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Getrick six-speed. So, yeah, I mean, um, we'll touch base on the Nissan Skylines. That's another car that I appreciate. It's not in my dream car list, um, 
But if I was to choose out of the R32, R33, or R34, it would definitely be the 33 because I love underdog cars. But uh, Abel might think differently. Um, the 33s have been grown out to me. Uh, I think because like out the box, the 33 looks like it's already been modified. Like mm-hmm. the front end just looks aftermarket. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't put it as my top GTR. Like, if anything, I'll put the R32 because I, I just love that basic look. Nothing really done to it and, and whatnot. Like, I still look, I still have the R33 for what it is like because mm-hmm. it looks, you know, it looks like it's modified. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to me and cars, I love cars that are just have like that basic, you know, not not done so much. It's like it's, it's a sleeper almost. Yeah. But it still looks good even when it like comes stock. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Like the, R30, the R32 is like is my top. The R34, well, while speaking of Devils, R34. Um, yeah, that's why I literally put the V on the back, yeah. bro. <laughs> uh, the R34, like, obviously, that's, like, the most iconic car of the 90s, or, like, just, everybody knows where, like, the R34 comes from, either it's from Need for Speed, um, magazines, whatever, but obviously, everyone knows that it's from Fast and the Furious, Paul Walker. Absolutely. Blue, Rest in blue, peace, Paul. Yeah. The blue one, or, sorry, the silver one. And it basically blew and blew, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that that is like the king of the GTRs. But personally, like it's not really like one of my favorites. It, it, I mean, it is, but it's not. It doesn't rank high with the thirty two and mm-hmm. other stuff. No oh way. shit! No way! No way! Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the R thirty three is my favorite for the sole sake that it is the underdog and not as much people. Love it. R33 GTR, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the GTSTs and stuff, I'm just not a fan of. Not saying that they're crappy cars, because it really, it's not far off from GTR. It's just, GTR has the components behind it, the Atessa, uh, the Hypegis, all that sort of stuff. Like, it is a GTR for a reason. Like, the, the development behind it is so, yeah. so, 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 not different, but just, it's just on a different tier for what it is and um basically in order i would do the r33 the 32 and the 34 the reason why i'm putting the 34 at the back is because it, i honestly believe that car is just too good it's just yeah. too good yeah, it no, looks it's, good yeah it's it performs well it has some wicked wicked ass gauges inside of it like, like. it it's it just too good so i'd rather you know enjoy an rb26 and something a little bit more simple mm-hmm. and be an underdog and have it appreciate appreciated when people see it on the road plus my r33 gtr would have to be midnight purple because yeah. that color is fantastic um i don't really like the r34 midnight purple i think it's too much but yeah. uh haters gonna hate but Bayside um, blue Bayside blue is a nice color too but not on a 33 33 yeah. is midnight purple only that's the only color i can ever get that car in Facts. But, um, yeah, and then touching base with the Supra now. So that is Abel's car there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention about the Skyline, that the R34 is just legit unobtainable at the moment. It, oh, yeah. It's, it's legit unobtainable. I'm starting to see the prices literally going to 200K plus, and that's, like, for just a, just a, just a Skyline, like a, like a, like a GTR. I don't know if it's V-Spec or whatever, but when I seen the M-Spec NUR prices, that thing was like 400K, 300, 400K. That's insane. Like, 
somebody who's aspired to get this car have it on their wall that kind of stuff like it, it's almost like you're never going to be able to get that 200k i could get an amg gtr for that which is also on my list of things to get but that, that's not a 90s car <laughs> yeah performante for me but that's yeah. big boy money right yeah, there for real it's insane like i remember i had a friend that asked me he's like he's like yo this is my dream car man like because i put on my my social media um that i saw G- that i saw a gtr mm-hmm. and he was asking he's like yo honestly like real shit like i have the money like i have whatever money like how much is for a down payment how much is the car and i'm like honestly you might as well just go jump in the lake because like <laughs> you might like like this car is going for one hundred ninety eight thousand, and then he's like, "Excuse me," and then like he just wrote, wrote like a whole like like angry paragraphs and like, this is not even worth it, blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Hey, listen, man, when when it comes to these cars, like because like these cars are are like like legends, mm-hmm. and because like the like the status that they hold, what it, what the power it can make, mm-hmm. I understand that the price of these of these cars. Yeah, sure, like, it might be overpriced. The GTR might be way overpriced." Mm-hmm. You know, it might not be like easy obtainable, but it's just like if you think about it, and especially that like now the guys from the states, like they're like the states are allowing these cars to be, be brought into their country. Mm-hmm. There's a high demand for these things, so I I I get it, but like at the same time, I kind of like feel bad because it's just like man, like this is someone's dream car, like and we, we they waited 25 years, we waited 25 years just to own one, mm-hmm. and now like we see the price of it, and especially with this whole pandemic, like everything's got more expensive afterwards absolutely there's a lot of uh things that the the pandemic has caused and it has slowed down the traffic of imported cars and other goods too um that are coming in overseas and stuff so there's major things that are happening that are adding to the price of these cars crazy and um i definitely think it's in inflated a little bit um i do think that these cars are worth uh coin because they're that good but over 200k man like come on bring yeah. down the price bro i'm bring trying on. to own one one day yeah, maybe real, like, or someone's trying to own one one day so honestly we have about i want to say six gtrs coming in through the importer that i work at right now and it's going to be fun it's going to be fun to drive them and do the content and stuff for them so it's going to be fun but Mazda RX-7 is where my heart kind of sits um, and uh, it still looks good in, in 2021 like driving on the streets and stuff people who are enthusiasts they, they know that RX-7 when they one, hear it and two, when they see it coming like uh, it's, 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 it's different still to this day it still has the same effect that it had when it came out back in the day mm-hmm. yeah. sorry, go ahead no, you're free no, I'm just saying like when you think about it like and I just I was doing my research like a lot of people like say like nowadays modern day cars are almost like the same like mm-hmm. they feel like it's the same like you see a BMW drive by and then you see like the Mark V Super drive by well obviously we know that it's pretty much literally the same car but other than that like like just cars in general really just have like the same technology the same features everything like that when it comes to these old these old cars they had like some character to it absolutely like that like again like the rsx the nsx um sorry did i said rx R- i think said rsx the, yeah i used to own rsx sorry second yeah. car but RS- that that was it wasn't as uh you know 
revised and refreshed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. too much technology behind it. Um, that's why I think I love it so much. Um, but but yeah, I see what you mean for sure. Yeah, and then like obviously you, the Supra, the GTRs, but like even like not not even like the heavy hitters, mm-hmm. just like uh, a cappuccino or like whatever. Like that thing it, is fun to drive. I, I have to add that in. That was the second car that they gave me to yeah. shoot and. Yeah. That thing is like a little go kart. It's a little. It's literally like a small car. Like, like that thing is insane. Like you know. So I'm just saying, like these cars just have like, a different character towards them, and like it, it just gives off that energy. Like like people people who own these cars, or like people like you who got a chance to drive to drive these things. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's like a whole new driving experience. And I think like one brand in today's in, in today's society in today's world right now, mm-hmm. um, BMW. Like I'm just saying, I'm just, like shout out to BMW because like they, everyone that also BMW, they say like yo, this is like the best driving experience I've ever. I hear that a lot. Ever and, gotten, like, and and I haven't driven too many BMWs in my time, um, but I would really love to. So, I the recent one that I've driven was a supercharged E90, uh, E90 M3, mm-hmm. and the that car felt phenomenal. Not just because of the supercharger sounds and stuff, it's but. Just, just just like the feel you go into a corner and stuff like it it feels so planted and so good yeah it's a big heavy v8 it's a heavy car but it, it feels like it it puts down the power properly like the right way yeah so like again like shout out to bmw for, for you know bringing that experience but the, the the 90s legends and not not just jdm but like mm-hmm. other other like european domestic like they just brought that feel like the Mustangs back in the day brought that, 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 that I would different. love to drive a 69 Mustang right like it's just like those cars just brought like they had like, a different character towards them nowadays like you're driving the same car like you know it's got like the latest featured Apple CarPlay all that stuff mm-hmm. not just that like the, yeah. the driving the driving, the driving uh, assist I want to say it's yeah. just like fucking Forza uh, yeah. when you're playing that like uh you have all these assists on and whatnot. Like that's literally what cars are now. Yeah. Lane assist, like you're falling asleep and the thing shakes the wheel and brings you back into the lane. Yeah, or like, you have literally like, if you drift to one side in your lane a lot, like you'll put on this lane thing that scans the the white lines and keeps you straight. Like like why do you why would you need that? Are you old? Just drive straight, bro. Hold the wheel, bro. <laughs> people are lazy, man. That's it. I think it's building a bad habit of lazy people. And that's why the roads are so bad. Well, where we are, it's super bad. Super bad. Um, Toronto, Toronto highways, Toronto roads. Dirt, yeah, like, GTA roads are pretty trash. So it's just, it's just bad. So having like a '90s car keeps you alert all the time because literally you are doing everything. You're doing everything. You're doing everything. everything. So, and not just that. Like 2021 cars are coming out now. It seems that they're killing off the manual. Like we just got this. Uh, Acura Integra no. revised. No, I'm not even. No. We can save that for another episode. No, but no, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm I, not even gonna uh, disrespect Honda and call it yeah. a call it a Integra. Like that's just come on, bro. It's a Genesis. I, I, I tell me different. It's a Genesis with a TLX front end. Come on now. But um, oh my God, that's bad. Yeah, the '90s cars just carries that. It just carries that that vibe, man. It's I hope it lasts for ten, maybe ten plus more years or so. But I don't, yeah. I don't think so. I think the governments and stuff have a big plan to really end these cars. 
So at least making it more obtainable at this moment would be nice so that people at least get to experience it before those rules go through. But um, yeah, this world's pushing hard for them electric cars, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's a buzzkill. It's, it's, it's not fun. Like, to this day, I still don't like Teslas. And that, that's my thing. Like, I don't know if you guys are, I don't know what your opinion is on it, but it's not really fun to drive like, these cars. Like, you know, everyone says it, like, life's too short to be driving slow and boring cars. Like, why, why not go for a car that you want and have fun with it? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so, I agree with like, that. Like, uh, so what we currently drive at the moment isn't 90s cars. It would have been cool to really. Uh, I'm getting one, I don't care. Yeah, we're definitely going to get in due time. Um, but we, we don't drive 90s cars at the moment. Um, we both have, uh, Avery has the, the 2015 version and I have the 2014 version of the 9th Gen SIs. And that's a really, really good car. I mean, it still has a lot of newer feet based features, uh, touchscreen, dash, heated seats, hill like, assist, hill assist uh, it's got, um, like uh, what's that thing called when your your mirror has a camera in it so it's like your blind oh, spot lane assist mirror thing yeah lane assist or whatever reverse cameras like it, yeah. it it has all those things in it but i still love the car because it's still naturally aspirated it feels like my rsx from 2002 it still has the same motor but they, they've been using it for years though yeah the k24 man k24 z7 i think it is um and that's like that's like one thing too it's just like honda kind of knew what they were doing with this si and like even with the type r like they they knew what they were doing like they want to they still want to make this enthusiast car yeah like they brought back they they brought back manual no they still sorry not brought back they kept manual Mm -hmm. they you know they knew that like it's not really an SI or a Type R if it's if it doesn't have a manual or whatever. It's still inline four four banger whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, obviously, a Type R is terrible, but like they still kind of kept that that old fashioned feel for like for enthusiasts because they knew that like you know like if you get a Type if you, if the Type R was 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 automatic with the paddle paddle shifters or whatever, mm-hmm. they knew that people weren't weren't, weren't going to feel it. So like they kind of. They kind of made this car for enthusiasts. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. They, they got the money to keep the enthusiast side of their brand very happy. And Type R is definitely a nice car, man. It's definitely a car that I would upgrade to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually done with four bangers. Like, I'm done. <laughs> I need an inline six and up at least. So I'm probably going to be looking at BMWs really soon. But I do love my JDM cars. And, you know, it's... It's it's in the plans to get an RX-7 um, or a R33 with the RB26 in it, uh, in line six there. So, uh, I mean, we got plans and we are definitely aspiring to go for it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we will keep the episodes coming. We got a lot written down and jotted down. Um, I think we covered basically our, our love for the 90s JDM cars. Um, but, I mean... There's going to be a lot of topics. We're going to do everything cars. We're going to have future uh, hosts in later episodes. Special guests. Exactly. You know, friends, friends who, you know, who are in the car industry. All right. And, and even like, like older heads, like, old, like, you know, like 
like pops if he if he wants to. I don't know. Absolutely, because back in his time it was different, right? Different. Now the scene is everyone wants the newest, flashiest thing. But uh, shout out to those who have the old classics still, still kicking, man, still yeah, kicking. Man. So we salute you, and uh, yeah, I'm a I'm gonna leave it at that. If Abel has anything left to say, I'm gonna leave it in his court right now. Uh, what have anything to say really? Uh, I guess. Okay, I'll end it off like this. Um, we're not clowning any of the new cars because, like, at the end of the day, like, there's there's new cars that we that we want, right? Like, we want the M4, we want the M8, or sorry, you want the M5 because that that's like the beast of BMW right now. Yeah, I want M5. I um, love that because not, I'm a dad boy. Yeah, I'm a dad. So and I'm still, you know, <laughs> lone wolf out here. Well, that's no, actually, I'm not, I'm not lone wolf, but um, anyways. Moving on, um, we're not clowning these cars. We're just saying that like, there's just a different character and different like different feel. Like we grew up watching these cars in movies, video games, comics, magazines, whatever. We had the, we had the toys. I still like have like a Supra toy Supra like on, on my desk, mm-hmm. you know, because like that's how much I, I admire this thing. But. At the end of the day, we know that it's two different eras, you know, so you can't really compare. So that's why when, like, you hear guys about, like, oh, the Mark V Super is not really a Super, it's a BMW Z4. It's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. The inside may be BMW, the motor might be BMW, but the outside is literally Toyota. Toyota made that design. So, what yeah. yeah, what I'm trying to say is that, like, you know, we can't you can't compare the arrows. It's like it's like comparing basketball players. You can't compare LeBron James to Michael Jordan. That that's like you know like why why do that? Just appreciate it, mm-hmm. and you know. But we're just here talking about like how the '90s were like a, like literally the golden era for for vehicles. Absolutely. And that's how today's cars got their ideas from or kept their ideas. Yeah. So I agree with that. And just to add on to that, yeah, like we appreciate all cars for what they are, mm-hmm. like. I know Mustangs hit things a lot, but that doesn't mean that it's a shit car. Um, they're very good cars. It's just the people behind the wheel suck at driving. <laughs> so sorry for for people ruining your product, but it is what it is. We just keep things transparent, and it's completely from our view. Like you can be somewhere else right now. You could be in Vegas or something. And the car scene is completely different. So this could be mm-hmm. pretty much invalid for you guys. But, you know, we just want to bring you our, um, just our perspective on what, we, what see. we see around where we are, right? So, yeah, man, it's April and Jay Dream here. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace out.